Hi, everybody. Welcome to this surprise episode of His Word versus Her Word. I'm Alex Alkin. And I'm Gabrielle Blastein. Uh, so this little episode is, um, we're going to be talking about something that is very far in advance, um, probably on the back burner for most people's minds, but it's something very real uh, for college athletics, and that is college football and how just came out with um, a piece uh, about this. Right. So basically, um, it's basically an article about um, how administrators within college football are kind of going about um, what they believe is going to happen because of the coronavirus. Um, Obviously, like, they don't know if the season is going to be starting on time and there are there is a lot of talk about that not happening um so within this article they basically covered um four different points that um you know college sports um teams talked about with sports illustrated and this included the first one which is when can an on-campus practice begin um So this has been, like, a very big thing of whether, you know, when they can start practices. And usually, you know, there's practices throughout the entire summer. Um, But with their no longer, with a lot of the schools no longer having even um, in class, in classes during the summer session, they don't know if they can possibly do this. Yeah, it's... uh... I've me personally, so I I worked with uh, Temple football for the past, not this past season, but two seasons before that, and I had been I'd been there for uh, the preseason training training camp, and those days and the environment around there, it's if this coronavirus is still going on, then that can't happen because you have about two hundred people. probably more at some of the bigger schools all of them in the same building on top of each other for 12 to 14 hours a day like i mean i i would get there at five in the morning and i don't leave until about seven eight o'clock at night and we're doing like we have two practices a day everybody's eating together everybody's using the same everybody's in the same facilities everybody's relaxing in the same space if this is still going on, you know, you can't expect 200 plus people in the same building. Like that just defies the logic that we've been pre preaching throughout this whole pandemic. Right. I mean, and there's also the talk of like, you know, with everything going on, everyone's self quarantined away from campus for the, for the most part across the nation. Um, so a lot of like coaches are saying, well, you know, how long can we make if if the season were to start in the fall, would it be enough? And some some coaches are saying that six weeks or a month before the season would start is a good enough time to get everyone back together. Yeah. But then there are other coaches realistically saying, well, you know, all these athletes, especially in Clemson or like the bigger known schools, have diets that they have to follow. Um they have like nutritional coaches and all that stuff so it's like during this time like do you think these 
these athletes were taking this seriously were not having cheating days you know it's it's hard enough it's hard enough to you know maintain that diet while these students are on campus you know you can right it's tough enough monitoring them when they're at home especially they're supposed to be in their houses and not really leaving you know you know they're not maintaining that same diet that same workout regimen that you know strength coaches and nutritionists try to build for these programs but to maintain year-round right so do you think like how some of these coaches were saying six weeks to a month is enough do you think that is the case i don't think that whatever it is it's it's not going to be enough to get Hmm. to where it would be normally you know what i'm saying like when that season starts it's not going to be the same like the level of play there's going to be some things that are going to be off um but i think you have to just kind of take what you can get at this point if you're a coach you know you you want as much time as you possibly can get Right. I think realistically, if you can get them there for a month, I think that should do. do it should be enough. But it's if you can, that's if, the yes. If, everything's up in the air, so that's the yeah. issue with this. Well, so I then, mean, if if this were to come back, obviously they'd have time. They'd be given time. It just it depends on how much. Right. So then, basically, moving on to with everything being up in the air, the second question which is what are the options for a football season? Um, I know there's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of different answers to this question. Some are saying, well, it might be possible to start it in the fall. There are others that are saying, well, no, it's not going to be possible. And making the season, you know, starting in October, which then pushes the bowl season to January and the playoffs to February. Um but, like, that might not work for some of these different teams, some of these different areas. Yeah. Um, I think from from what they talked about in the article, they said something about starting in December, January, all the way into, you know, basically over the winter months. And I, I mean, I just don't think that's possible when you look at right. where some of these teams play. Like, playing a couple games in the cold, in maybe in the snow, you know, like that, that happens for some schools. But right. But you're looking at, like, for instance, us in Philly – the season will be starting when it's 20 degrees outside, 30 degrees outside. Yeah. Like outside of the people all the way down South, you're going to have cold weather games everywhere. And that's going to like, you can't consistently ask these players to go out there every Saturday and, you know, risk their health, just like how you're risking the health now. Right. Um, For me, I thought the, the idea that I thought was best is if they do have to shorten the season, um hopefully it's not for too long and they're able to just start in october and just skip the um the non-conference games right uh but you know obviously i think that would be i mean best case scenario is we can start on time right if there is a shortened season i think hopefully that's the best case scenario right i mean i i think everyone is hoping for it to start in the fall on time um which then kind of brings it to the third question that was asked in the article, like how significant is football to athletic departments? And for at least a lot of like the top five teams, um, football is like really big. It is one of the most like revenue generated sports for a lot of universities and colleges. Um, So, I mean, I do think in a way that this is really going to impact a lot of these big teams. And I mean, there are even people that are saying that 
even like the most known teams can be driven into the ground if the season does not mm-hmm. happen at all. Um, yeah, I mean, people see like me and you, we've we're going to school for sports, so we kind of know a little bit more than the average person does about how important football is to college sports. Um, you know, without they they brought up the point that. In 80% of schools, football is the only source of revenue. Football right. and maybe a little bit of basketball. So if you're, if you're taking away every, – every other sport that they have loses money. So if you're taking away football or shortening it or whatever it is, losing money from football has a drastic impact on everything else. It carries the weight that all right. these other sports drag it down. Well, and it was amazing to see. I mean, it said the average Big Ten school would lose twenty two point nine million dollars on like the like the sports, um, if they were not to happen, and that's a lot of money that they would be losing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, and you even look at some of the forget about the Power Five schools because obviously they make so much money. You look at the next level, the Group of Five, where you know, the American conference is in, mm-hmm. they, they still get athletic aid uh, from the NCAA because they can't even make enough money from football. Right. But like even these, the biggest schools, they need the money from football more than anything else. Right. Like these other school, the bigger schools, they have enough, they get donations and whatnot. You know, they could maybe still be able to put on other stuff. Mm-hmm. And not nobody's gonna be able to deal with this loss if it's if it is a loss, but the smaller schools that football is the only source of revenue and that's it. This it's it's something that would just everything would crumble. Everything would, yeah, crumble it would plummet. Life. Everything and it's also just, I mean. I know this isn't like part of the question, but it's also just like, if you think about it, going back to like, if things were to happen in the fall, like who knows if anyone would be able to go into the stadiums. I mean, they're even talking about if people, if athletes were coming back for trainings in the summer, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone would have to be given a vaccine. They would have to be tested to make yeah, sure you, that they weren't. There would, there would be so much money that would have to go into just getting them there. Right. And just, just putting everything back how it was right so you're already wasting all this money before you're even getting any revenue generated money into your organization plus like all of these universities and colleges didn't get i mean obviously the revenue isn't as much um as say like football and basketball revenue for them but they didn't get any spring revenue for any of their sports March, march madness march madness is probably outside of football it's probably the biggest source of revenue for a lot of these schools Right. And it didn't happen this year. And that, I'm sure they were planning to use that money towards football, towards other sports. And that money's not there either now. Right. Yeah. And it's it's just like, it's crazy that these organizations and these teams can be losing all this money. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, what's going to happen if, you know, the season doesn't happen? Like, these universities teams are going to crumble. So like, not only will that affect necessarily like their sports teams, but it would also affect, you know, the amount of people that would want to go there because a lot of people, I mean, 
if you think about it, a lot of people go to schools like Clemson or those because of, you know, that big sport atmosphere Mm because they want to be, they know they're going to have a good football season. It's going to be entertaining. They're going to want to go to the games. Yeah. Um, Even Penn State or like any of those games. But if all that's gone, what's the drive to want to go to those type of schools? Yeah, no, it definitely, in terms of enrollment, that definitely takes a hit there. And I think if, you know, if we're still talking about this, come the fall that likely means that classes aren't back which you know there's a trip obviously the teams get money from the school it's not like the teams just receive that money so if there's lower enrollment rates then you know that's less money coming into the school which is less money that can go to each of these programs as well right so and i think something else that they talked about uh, under this question was the donations Mm-hmm. that donation it's so for they said that the three major revenue producing categories are conference distribution ticket sales and donations the conference distribution we obviously just talked about if there's no football then there's no money coming in because that's all that's the billion dollar tv deals right um ticket sales that can be like you know that's already on a major decline it's already being tough becoming tougher and tougher to get to sell tickets and i don't think that drives in as much money as these other things right but when you look at donations the you know this is taking a toll on the economy and people don't have you know money that they can just throw out to to their alumni schools yeah so and football is a big reason for why people donate right like you look at a school like texas like people who are donating money to texas likely are interested in their football program right yeah. So, uh, if if don't if this if people can't donate money, you know that's just another another question that has to be answered. Like, where is this money going to come from? Right. No. Yeah. And it's like, it's also a big thing with the whole like ticket thing. I mean, I know donations are a lot of money, but also like a lot of the schools get their money from you know their ticket sales, and yeah. um. If they're not going to be allowing anyone to go into the stadiums to watch games for a while, you know, what's the impact going to be on that token? And then also, not only is there an impact on the revenue side of that, but also on the players. Because the players are used to feeding off of the crowd and, you know, all that stuff. But now if there's not going to be anyone in there, you know, to cheer for them, how is that going to impact their game? How is it going to impact, you know... If there is a season, who goes where, who goes into what bowl, like all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So which is mean, a I, very I, big change within, yeah. you know, the aspect of college football. And I, I, I don't think that any of these athletic directors even really care about the play on the field. Like everybody could play like crap all right. season. It could, be an, it could be awful content. It just really comes down to getting them on the field and putting something on television you know what i mean right yeah so and now the uh so the last question they talked about was their plan to combat Combat potential Mm -hmm. budget shortfalls so i know the first thing they talked about was cutting pay in a lot of these schools and um conferences which i i mean i don't support but it's understandable because the money they got to pull money from somewhere and people aren't working right now right um but you know that's that's Go ahead. No, and then, you know, the next thing, I mean, I agree. I do not agree that they should be cutting pay. Um, 
But, I mean, at this point, they kind of have to because, you know, they just don't have the money Yeah. Um, that they but really I, I, needed. I, like, you're cutting pay for people who make maybe sixty, eighty thousand. You're cutting them by 10%, so you're gaining $6,000. I, I just don't see – I don't think they're pulling – like, that's going to pull in enough money to actually do anything. Right. I mean, like, I, I think right now it's kind of just like they don't know. So, you yeah. know, they're trying something new to see if it would work. But, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it probably won't work for them. Yeah. I mean, they also yeah. said that they are extending their football season. And a lot of schools are extending their football season ticket renewal deadlines um, as a way to kind of give boosters more time, you know, during this economic uncertain time to, you know, make payments towards the schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in a way, like, how far can they make? How how far can they extend these deadlines? Yeah, without I mean, because I well, they said in the article that the decision is going to have to be made by the end of May, is what they think. Yeah. So hopefully, once they figure out what the plan is for college football, if they're going to have a plan, then they'll be able to figure out you know tickets and stuff like that. Um, I think the biggest budget shortfalls, if we're talking about, is going to be the Olympic sports. Every, everything that's not basketball and football. Right. Um, you know, they're going to be trying to find ways to save money from those sports to try to limit the damage that they're going to do. Um, but, like, you might see shortened seasons from them so that way they don't have to travel to as many places. You might see, you know, them not really traveling anywhere. Like, they might not be able to fly anywhere, maybe only bus trips. Right. Um, potentially, you know, their postseason might – not be you know might might not be a national thing right i think that you know the image of college football and college basketball is going to remain i think the where that money's going to have to come from is going to have to be from the other sports i don't see a way around it right yeah well um, hopefully there's a way and hopefully this kind of you know comes together and there's a way for the season to not necessarily start on time but you know, maybe start in the October months and to kind of create a plan to get this, you know, season in. So it yeah. is bringing revenue into the different universities and colleges. Obviously, yeah, there's going to be, hope. you know, differences in the season, but. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully, we can just put something out there. Right. You know, exactly. Just get, give something people to watch, let the money come in, and then deal with it after. Yep. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for listening to His Word versus Her Word. Uh, And we'll be back next week with a regular scheduled podcast talking about how uh, the league's trying to get back into it. All right. Thanks. Thank you, guys.